Ladies and gentlemen and seniors and kids and dogs, everyone, not cats, dogs, welcome back to the Booth Podcast. But wait, this isn't the NFL show, but wait, this isn't the CFL show. Wait a second. This is the NHL show, and it is my honor my privilege and my responsibility to introduce my longtime partner in crime. You haven't heard his voice for a while, but he is back and we are back. Alex Hicks, Hicksie, how the fuck are we doing tonight? Not going to lie. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Pretty hot. Oh, on fire. We're ready to go. We are fired up to talk hockey We can't talk hockey without addressing the current situation in the league. And, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I don't want to get into too many details and stuff, because quite frankly, I'm not educated enough on the subject and stuff. But all I know is that, you know, we talked about the Ethan Bear situation a a while ago and, um, you know, the current Kyle Beach situation and, and that whole thing that's going on in the league and now some stuff coming out with Pittsburgh and stuff like that doesn't have a place. Doesn't have a place not only in the league, but in the world. Like it just, you know, 2021, that just doesn't, doesn't have a place, you know, Kyle Beach, we're with you stand by a, a, that type of shit, just sickening man. And, and, and just the way it's being handled and the way, what happened it's just you know i don't have too much to say other than it just it it, it's fucking it's tragic and it's terrible and it's just just sucks it fucking sucks but um yeah yeah. it's um we hear your voice and uh this is a i hate to say it but this could be used as an opportunity for other people to see his situation and be able to come out and 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 voice their their situations as well. Yeah. So if you can grab any good out of this situation, which is you never ever really can, but I'm, I'm hoping that his voice can be heard by a lot of people around the world. And uh, yeah. And not just, courage. not just, not just in the NHL. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you never think that it's, yeah. And maybe this is just me, but like, I never, you know, you never think of, you know, these guys we watch, we look up to, we, we love, we, we bet on, we talk about, we, we play as on video games, you know, it's just, it, 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 it fucking sucks that it can literally be anyone, but, you know, to be, you know, strong enough to come out and, and, yeah. and the fight that he's had and stuff. And it's just, we're with you hundred yep. percent. And obviously on the side of anyone that is going through that or anything, just, you know, you, your voice is heard and, and we're with you, but um, doesn't belong in the game, doesn't belong in the world. And and hopefully that, like you said, we can move past it or not move past it, but, you know, we can learn from it mm-hmm. and, and we can go forward with more understanding and stuff like that. Exactly. Had to get that out of the way there, yep. but um, Hicks, are you ready to talk some hockey, man? Yeah, man. I have, this the start of this season, man. I don't. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know what's going on. I, I I'm baffled. I I'm it's gonna been say unreal. I'm gonna say I've lost a lot of money. Uh, you it, know, I don't think you're the only person. 
There um, are t- there's teams yet to win. There are teams yet to lose. There are teams all across the middle. There are teams who we thought had a chance to go 0 and 82 that are currently ahead of the uh, two time back to back defending Stanley Cup champions. Whose roster got worse? <laughs> like I just, it's unbelievable what we're seeing. And Hicks, where do you want to start off, man? I, man, I don't, I don't even know at this point. But hey, you know what? I, I want to start off with the elephant in the room. I'm going to start off with Buffalo. I, I mean, the Buffalo Sabers. We we've been trashing this team for the last. They've been trashing ten- themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then for- they. They come out this season. Yep. I, and uh, I, they are currently sitting at 5-2-1, second in the Atlantic division, only to the Panthers. They are ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning in the standings currently. And and they look good. They, it's not like they're playing lucky hockey. They're playing good hockey. Like They are playing... Good. They're out shooting. They're they're scoring on the power play. They're scoring five on five. I mean, I, I know it's the start of the season. I don't know what people are gonna say. They're like, oh, this is the start of the season. I get, it. I get it. If anyone knows the start of the season shit, it's Alex. Okay. It's yeah, Alex. Yes. yes. But when a team is just like clicking right now, like if they string a couple together, it's not gonna be that 10 and 0 run they had a couple years ago where they just yeah. completely fell apart. Maybe, maybe this is the Buffalo Sabres. And it's it's unreal because, like you said, like their roster got worse, considerably worse. Their best player, one of the best young prospects in hockey, refuses to play for them. You know, obviously off-field controversies, which, um, you know, or off off-field controversies aside, and and like what we said in the beginning, it doesn't belong in the game. Yeah, they ought to hope we get it figured out. But it's similar to the Deshaun Watson, where mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm done playing for the Texans." Jack Eichel has said, I'm I'm done. Trade me. This team is fucking horseshit. And all of a sudden, he's got to be sitting there thinking, damn. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Do I do I fucking go back? Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> do I say, hey, hey, can I can I get the captaincy again? Can yeah. I uh top off? Uh, hey, I was just wondering, like, what's practice schedule like? Uh, <laughs> uh, my neck's kind of feeling a little, you know, a little better. Yeah. But you know, hey, hey, coach. Or, or Hicks, you know, was Jack Eichel the problem? Hey, is this a Matt Duchesne situation going on? Right? I mean, they've definitely been a surprise team this year. The exactly. surprise, I think. Like, you get rid of a cancer out of the locker room, and I don't all know. Of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're off the tarmac. You could be I, going. I mean, is this is this. Is this going to help his trade stock? Probably doesn't matter because he's still a great hockey player. I think everyone knows he's still Jack Eichel. Yeah. But but they got to be thinking. It's interesting. Like, oh. Now, the critical part, and Buffalo, anyone in the Buffalo area, any fan of Buffalo, if you can hear me, the critical part is they need to keep it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We understand they haven't played 10 games yet, but they're off to a hot start. And Really, it kind of like it almost shifts the momentum. Not totally, because obviously we're 10, 11, 9 games in the season or whatever. Yeah. But away from Eichel, kind of more back to them where it's like, fine, sit out. Yeah. It's like we're hey, doing fine. 
Yeah, it looks like we're doing okay without you. I mean, when they get into the dog days, yeah, you know, and that's when it's going to be. But at the same time, it's like, hey, we're not at the dog days right now. Let's let's ride high. Let's ride high right now as we can. Enjoy it. Exactly. Keep working hard. And, and I don't know. Hey, you could be a buyer. <laughs> you could be a buyer at the trade deadline. You never know. That's the beautiful See, thing about hockey. And you and me, and we routinely have said, Hey Buffalo, you don't have the roster to bring in guys for a cup run. Fuck man, do they bring in guys <laughs> for a cup run? <laughs> They're consistently a buyer as a non-playoff team, no matter yes. what. But now it's like, fuck man, are they buyers again? Like they're gonna be sellers they, this time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what? Hey, gonna, we, have t- we have too much talent. <laughs> hey Colleen. Get, hey, Get out of town. Yeah. Uh I, I mean, it's tough because they do have the Panthers in their division, and the Panthers look spicy. What's going on with like Sam Bennett was probably the best pickup I've ever seen in my entire life. That guy is not the Sam Bennett in Calgary. I can tell you that much. Sam Bennett in Calgary was like when Steve Rogers went into the chamber, and then <laughs> Sam Bennett in Florida is like when Captain America came out, and he's just 78 pounds heavier with muscle. It's just like, what the hell? Like, I know it's the same guy, but is it? Yeah, like, this guy is, he's hes on a better pace than he was ever with Calgary, ever. Like, even last year, yep. before playoffs and during playoffs, he was just another level of human being scoring goals. And now he's on the same start this year. And it's just proven that that Florida team is just getting better and better. Mm-hmm. With that said, $10 million goaltender. Doesn't like to show up sometimes. <laughs> and then you got Spencer Knight back, backing him up, who's an unproven rookie. So <laughs> it's a fragile situation in yeah. net for Florida. But if 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 they can if they if their net mining situation holds up, even at like 75-80%, the yeah, what did Michael Jordan say? The ceiling is the roof, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could fly. They're good. They're dude, they just look hungry. Like they just look and it's so sad because you, you watch those games with at home, the in, in Miami that they play, and they got the best, most hungriest roster in the league, and they got what ten thousand fans there. Dude, they have fucking plywood as their boards. <laughs> no one will forget that. You shattered a bo- you shattered one of the plexiglass panels, and they put up plywood. <laughs> it's just like they could. They could. I know they just. I think they they haven't lost in regulation yet, right? No, I don't believe so. I know. I think they just lost. But I don't think it was in regulation. So I think they still got a point of it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they haven't lost in regulation. Okay, they haven't lost in regulation yet. They could theoretically not lose in regulation the whole rest of the year, and they would still have maybe 10,000 fans there. <laughs> That's a sellout for them. They'd be like, holy <laughs> fuck, guys. We doubled attendance. Boys, boys, open up the rest of the concessions. Like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Pop the corks on the champagne, boys. <laughs> Get that popcorn yeah. tag going. And, and then, you know, you look... So, so we could just go by division right now, honestly, and just kind of talk about them. 
I don't care. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Because well, I mean, we we we've been pretty consistent with the Atlantic so far, but <laughs> in the Atlantic, of course, the Lightning off to a not a very Lightning esque start. They're still fine, but not as hot as they have been. It's not too much going on there. I mean, it's just a slow start for them until you know they start popping off. They'll start popping off. I mean, and they'll they're five three and one right now. Just looking at it, they'll still finish fucking you know. 78 3 and 1. So, yeah, exactly. um, so, you know, I don't think I'm too concerned there. A team in the middle of the Atlantic, the Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the biggest brands in sports, in North American sports, one of the biggest brands. In in of the big four leagues, the smallest league but one of the biggest brands in sports. That means they fucking dominate headlines for the NHL, okay? And they've been getting scrutinized and criticized and picked apart forever. And what they decided to do this year that was a bold move was to bring in an all-access, unrestricted camera crew to get behind the scenes. And make All a document, uh, make a documentary, and I think that is fucking insane. You know, I, I see why at the, at a money standpoint. Oh it, it, yes, but if you're trying to win Stanley Cups, I'm sorry. That's and that's what makes me think like they're not trying to win. No, they they're, aren't. They're, they're trying to money. make money. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. And like you're, it's the Maple Leafs. They're gonna make money. But that's all they care about is making money. Like the biggest problem, and everyone knows this, is that the media coverage of the team is so harsh. Like they just attack players. They get oh, shredded. So then you're gonna invite an all, all access camera crew to follow yeah, you around behind the scenes, twenty four seven. All isn't it all or nothing? Yeah, it's all or nothing. Hey, guess what? It's nothing. <laughs> They lost out the first round. Now we know why they lost out the first round to Montreal. Like, it was based on last year, right? Yeah. It's it's almost like... It's almost like they're trying to make money and not trying to make a <laughs> legacy, kind of, you know? Dude, if they gave a shit... About winning, they'd be like, "Hey, um, we already basically have unrestricted all-access camera crews. Yeah. We don't need another one." Why is there a camera crew staying in my bedroom while I sleep? All-access, yeah. Matthews. All-access. <laughs> hey, John Tavares. All-access. <laughs> this isn't fucking New York anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't the Islanders, all right? <laughs> Dude, how much does he wish he stayed in the Islanders? Oh, fuck! He wasn't ready for the uh, old Maple Leafs. Uh, Media, that's for sure. He 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 was not. And for as as messy as the and like the Maple Leafs are almost like the Dallas Cowboys of the NFL to make another comparison here is like the biggest brand in the league by a long shot. And their fans are so obnoxious and annoying. Mm-hmm. And every year is their year. Mm-hmm. Every year is their year. And guess mm-hmm. what? Hasn't been your year for like <laughs> a handful of decades now. So 
<laughs> Maybe well, we just cooled down. Well, over half a century. So yeah, over half a century. Yeah, I guess I was I was, I was even thinking of the Cowboys as like well mid nineties, so I guess a couple of decades. But yeah, for for uh, for the Leafs, it's been about <laughs> since you know, I don't even know, man. Like sixty-seven. So it's yeah, 50, yeah. 54 years. Yeah. So about the you know prior to the Berlin Wall falling. <laughs> You know, prior to the like Cold War, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> during uh, around the time when JFK was getting his head blown <laughs> off, the Leafs were the Leafs were succeeding in the NHL. Yeah, when there were six teams and thirty six yes. defensemen in the NHL. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and guys weren't wearing helmets. That's when the Leafs' heyday was. Yeah, but somehow they aren't the worst original six team in their division. Uh. There are two below them. The Bruins are one. Uh, they are currently one point back at the Leafs. They've played two less games, so it's iffy. But the Montreal Canadiens. Now, Hicks, I think we had talked about this a couple times, and you know, we talked about we talked with Davey, you know, Habs fan and stuff. And their Stanley Cup appearance was electrifying. They were oh. such a young, hungry dog team. Underdogs, just gritty, like. Just did it all to get to the oh, to they, get to the dance. They ran you through the boards. That's how they, they ran did you it. through the boards. They played hard. They played physical, and they played to the whistle for sixty minutes. And then when they tied you down, they Cole Caulfield, Cole Caulfield, or Nick Suzuki go out there and snipe a goal. And then that's absolutely. It. Now this year, <laughs> Cole Caulfield can't do that <laughs> because. <laughs> He's no longer on the Montreal Canadiens. After 10 games. He is on their farm team in the AHL. He had one point in the first 10 games. Canadians are two and eight. And they don't look like they're getting back to the cup anytime soon. You know, you could say a little little, little cup hangover, but they did get the cup. So it's like a little final hangover. Yeah. So it's like they didn't get the glory. But they got the hangover from it. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, they obviously they lost two of their best players, right? They lost two of their best players. Like, how, what do you do, right? You lost Terry Price, who arguably probably got you wherever you went. You know, a former MVP. Yeah. And then you lost Shea Weber, who was your all-important shutdown defenseman who could shoot a puck right through the net if he wanted to. And likely to retirement. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you started off to a rough patch. I'm not going to give you, I'll give, I'll give you that. That's a, yeah. But this ain't a, this ain't that bad of a rough patch. You lost two, your most important players. I get that, but you got to battle through adversity. And obviously adversity for them means to shut down, send down their young guys and they're not doing good and just ruin their confidence. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what it seems like too, is it's not just like, Hey, you know, let's try to shake up the lines. Like, let's maybe try some different coaching strategies. No, it's like, you know what? Fuck, this isn't working. Cool. Get the fuck out of the league. Yeah. You can't, you can't hang, obviously. It's like, well, he was one of your best <laughs> players on your Stanley Cup appearance team. I might stick with him and just say, hey, champ, you know, scoreless patches, rough patches, they happen to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like Colorado go up to Nathan McKinnon and be like, hey, man, you know. You haven't scored in the last three games, so we're gonna send you down for a conditioning stint in the uh, yeah, at the personal. <laughs> just get the fuck off the team, okay? Yeah. 
See you later, bud. <laughs> if you ain't gonna produce the way we want you to produce, well then, it, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. It, but to be quite honest, until they get price back, and even then, I don't see this changing. No. They look very uninspired. Oh, they just look like they're still depressed about the cup loss. It's like, hey, I know. They look like they, yeah, they look like they haven't. And I understand that you probably don't ever fully get over that in your career. I mean, uh-uh. obviously Tom Brady's different, but he still talks about Super Bowl losses. So it's like you never fully get that out, but you have to be able to push it aside and keep going. Exactly. And they look like they're still, it looks like they, it looks like this is a week after the loss mm-hmm. and they're just dejected. And there's yeah. like, ah, fuck. Like they just look slower. They look uninspired, man. Um, I hope they get it going because honestly, me too. I, I love that roster. Oh, it's, well, and part of the reason I love the roster is because they're so scrappy and they have so many young firecrackers that just play hard. I know, but and <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's the worst part of the team. We're gonna yeah. ship them out. It's yeah, like, sorry, uh, we sent down Nick Suzuki too. But hey, anyways, yeah. uh, okay, <laughs> fuck. all right. Uh, moving on though, that is that covers the Atlantic Division. Moving on to the Metropolitan Division, a team that's looking very inspired, and they have been the last couple of years one of the most exciting teams to watch. I'd say the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. You know, the Storm Surge. They are undefeated right now, eight zero and zero. They are a top. I guess they're second in the league to Panthers, but. They look awesome. They look great. And I mean, you want to talk about a team that's just got studs everywhere. Like that roster is loaded. They um they took Ethan Bear, and I believe yep. they stole him from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And they traded Warren Fogle, who they really did not need at all. And that guy. He's been a stud for them since he's got there. Like mm-hmm. he's helped that lineup so much. And you know what? Yeah, that's probably what their biggest thing was last year was defense. Yep. Now they got the best all around team in the league by far. Uh, by far. I mean, their defense, Ethan Bear, Ian Cole, Tony D'Angelo, Jake Gardner isn't playing, you know, like right now. Brett Pesci, Jakob Slavin, like they have. And then, I mean, Svechnikov, Aho in the front, like oh. they are. Their goaltending, Freddie Anderson, oh. Ranta, like they are top to bottom the best roster in hockey. Mm-hmm. And and that includes Tampa Bay, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Easily, man. It, 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 and it shows. Like when they play yeah. teams, like even I watched the game they played Toronto. I think that was like last week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even fair. Like Toronto was two steps, three steps behind them. Mm-hmm. They're just they're faster than you. They want it more than you. Mm. They're they're more physical than you. They are a fun fun watch, and I think that's a team that just keeps rolling. I oh, think they easy. I think they have a I think honestly they have a fifty win year. Oh, yeah, this ain't the Carolina when we grew up. I can tell you that much. Not when we no. kind of grew up, but like in like the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So good for them. Uh, <laughs> hey, good for you, Carolina. Uh, second in that division right now, New York Rangers. And for a couple of years, the Rangers, some early picks, stuff like that. looks like it wasn't panning out, wasn't hitting at all. They look like they kind of learned how to play hockey again. They look it's, okay. I, I hope, and I hope those two picks pan out, like Capo Caco and Alex Slafner. Both of them need to get going. All right. We've had the, I'm not going to say the worst draft the last couple of years, but... I'm just going to say this. 
not a notable guy since Austin Matthews has been drafted first overall. So I'm just saying yeah. we need we need one of you to hit. We need one of you to hit. Yeah, hey, hey, do it for hockey, okay? Yeah, please, you like selfish fuck. <laughs> Learn how to play. And I get Sorry. it. Sorry. You're you're in New York though, right? It's a kind of like Toronto. You're 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 in the big city, big lights, right? Yeah. You're 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 in the show, right? Yep. So. You're 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 on Broadway. I mean, you're on the Rangers. Going to be a tough place to play, but they look like they're gelling. But yeah, one of these guys needs to. It's your team. It's your team. Like yeah. you are the future of that team. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that division is pretty close in that division right now. Obviously, again, we're we're early, early in the season, but you know the Capitals right behind them. Ovechkin back to his goal scoring oh ways. God, man, like that's <laughs> disgusting. Like I'm getting sick and tired of him proving me wrong year after year. Me saying he's gonna slow down. He's 36, 35, whatever he is. Nah, <sighs> no. Just break the Gretzky record already, please. Like I'm just waiting he's, for the day. He's trying. Yeah, he's I know. Trying, and he's probably going to do it. Like I don't think he's gonna get an assist this year. I think he's just gonna score goals all year. And if someone else on his team scores. Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> you better watch. He'll take his stick two hands over the head and break your skull open. This is OV season, all right? This is OV season. He's coming for the Rocket Richard. He's coming for Gretzky's record. He doesn't give a fuck if they don't win a game the rest of the year. If he gets a hat trick every single night, he'll be happy. And when they get a hat trick every single night, they'll probably win a game every single game. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you look at a division and all within a game of each other. Yeah. Like Blue Jackets, Flyers, Devils. Islanders. But we expected that though. Like, look at that division. Tell me a bad team in that division. There, there isn't one. Like Columbus are, is the worst team in that division. Yeah, roster yes. wise. Roster wise, Columbus is the worst team, and Columbus has a good roster. Yeah, that's it's tough. And hey, Pittsburgh. Let's just you know. Hey, you know, obviously, you know, without Crosby, without Malkin, Crosby coming back and stuff, and you know, well, you guys started off without Malkin, Crosby, Crosby and Gensel. Gensel. Still beat the defending Stanley Cup champions. I watched that game. I watched that game. I couldn't believe it, man. Brian Boyle out there nipping five hole all day long. Like, I love that, man. I love seeing that big boy coming back. That's what I like to see. It's the best, man. Uh, But that that sums up the East, kind of just looking at how it stands right now. Moving over to the West. And we will start with the Western Division, where currently the St. Louis Blues leading the division, only played seven games, six and one. Um, yeah, you know, Tarasenko. There's a, Tarasenko. When he plays good, that St. Louis team plays good. You know, Funny how that works. Funny yeah. how that works. When, when one of the best goal scorers of his time plays great, that it's, team cooks. Yeah, exactly. But when he's not on his game, that team's bad. So. That team's flat. Um, another really close division. It kind of does dip off at the bottom there, but a team that's hits close to home on this show and a team that's kind of underwhelmed so far, the Colorado avalanche shit at 500, four and four. What is going on in Denver? So are they dead? I Okay. Okay. Are they, do you trade (laughs) McCarr? Trade yeah. McKinnon? First off, you trade McKinnon to Arizona for some cap space. No, I'm joking. Um, no. 
Okay, start Carve. Up. Look at we'll me. start the rumor. We'll start the rumor. Yeah, we'll, we'll tweet it out. The booth is going to be the insider trading, right? Yeah. So I could make excuses and just say we started off with COVID, Bednar out, McKinnon out. I could make excuses that Rantanen's been out, Bichushin's been out, Taves has been out. I could make all those excuses, but I'm not going to. They fucking sucked after the Chicago game. Jesus Murphy. It was embarrassing watching watching them. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. They weren't hungry. They weren't. They, they, they didn't want to play with the puck. Like They played Washington. Oh, my God. I couldn't watch that game anymore. But I'm not going to spend too much time on them because um, after these last two games against St. Louis and against Minnesota, they look like themselves. And uh, they, they do look like they're getting back to form. And I, I mean, obviously, I, I want to bug you and I want to just shit all over them, but they're going to find themselves and they're going to be a 40 win, 45 win team. No problem whatsoever. I hope so. Um, <clears throat> they're going to be great. That team's full of young stud talent all across the board. Obviously, Kale McCarr should have been the Norris Trophy winner last year. Nate McKinnon. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't even brought that up. Should have brought it up. Should have brought it up. Um, who did win, by the way? Was oh, it Kale? Was I it McCarr? I can't remember. Was it Kale? Or- it might oh. as well have been Jack Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, fucking bankrupt. Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, but yeah, they will. They'll get it going here. The stars also severely underwhelming. Stars, you know, it's tough, man. It, you know, you 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 bring in. You got two big goaltenders now. Two old goaltenders. You know, you got Holpe and you got Hudobin. Hudobin had that stud of a playoff, and mm-hmm. your roster just hasn't been able to keep up with. That's the thing, man. Like, like Jamie Ben's not even, not even close to what he used to be at all. Jamie Ben's a shadow of what he oh. was. Um, of course, the bottom of that division, Chicago Blackhawks, which um, right now, kind of think the league's enjoying watching them implode. Um, they're sitting at one seven and two. Yeah, it's it's going it to be look- tough. It's going to be tough. And and they made some they made some of the biggest moves this offseason, you know, bringing in Flower, Mark Andre Fleury, trading for Seth Jones to play with his brother, and they look fucking gross, dude. They look terrible. Like I think the price the price to get to a Blackhawks game is ten bucks. Yep, and and the Chicago Blackhawks, an original sixteen, an original cost, six iconic franchise, cost ten dollars. So if you, I'm not a. What do they call it? Analytics guy, where they look yep. at the like yep. the like the what is it called? Like the war and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, like advanced statistics. Yeah, advanced statistics. Yeah. That's what it is. I heard that Seth Jones has the worst advanced statistics between all defensemen in the NHL right now. He hasn't been playing great. Like he his hasn't cor- been great. His course is like the worst in the NHL for defensemen. His his uh I can't. I don't even know them. All. You don't know which statistics, but he's terrible. He's terrible. Like he's not nine and a half million dollars for the next eight years. <laughs> that is a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, and again, that team is just—they were a fucking dynasty. It seems like yesterday, man. Mm. That team was in the playoffs, not in the playoffs. They were in the the Western Conference Final every year. 
we were watching it as we were growing up, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what we watched while we grew up. It was Chicago, LA, Boston, Pittsburgh, and LA. And oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> yes. And now it's just Jesus. But of course, bottom of the uh, central division, we have Arizona. I'm wondering to win. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if the NHL is going to do what the WIHF did to China's men's hockey team recently. So the WIHF hockey, uh, uh, WIHF hockey like board members told China that if they couldn't field a better men's hockey team for the upcoming Olympics, that they were not allowed to participate. So I'm wondering if the NHL is going to tell the Coyotes that if they don't field a better hockey team. If you guys aren't fucking better, we can't put this on TV. No one comes to your fucking games. You have zero fans. The ratings are trash. You You sell no merchandise. You got kicked out of your rink. You have no place to play. No one fucking likes you. And if you can't even win, why are you in the league? I don't even know if you fucking sell the team. You just like you just <laughs> just dissolve it you just dissolve. just dissolve the team we'll go back to 31 teams <laughs> then we'll move then we'll bring back the nordiques finally as it yeah. should be but yeah dude if they can't field a better team maybe you're right maybe the the uh commissioner who is on the hot seat commissioner's under fire right now yes maybe, sir maybe you uh you tell him hey can you fucking talk to arizona <laughs> can you fucking talk to them it's, it's, he goes, I, I, I know, but, but guys, I know 50% of them. So yeah, it's like, I know your little brother's just fucking everything up, but just let him play. Okay. And it's, it's like Arizona sitting there knocking over vases and breaking shit. And you're like, fuck, like I'm getting in trouble for this. Like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. And he goes, I'm just wanting, I just want to play too. Yeah. Well, you like, are, I, you are. Okay. <laughs> that's the problem. All right. You're having too much fun. You're actually fucking playing. Like this is crazy. Like I'm I can't believe they were allowed to play with this kind of hockey team right now. I mean, like, think about it. Like, have you seen the roster? Uh, it's Clayton you and Keller. Me. Yeah, yeah, and Phil Kessel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's you, me, and Phil top line. Like, what were they doing? They got rid of Kemper, their starting goaltender, and then yes. they got rid of Aiden Hill, their backup goaltender. Yes. <laughs> they got rid of their Vesna candidate goaltender. And and then their backup goaltender. <laughs> it's fucking bad, dude. It is. It's a bad situation. This is the most talk they've ever had. And it's and it's us because it's a laughable situation. This is the yes. kind of content that I live for. Is Arizona yes. Coyotes content? Their leading point scorer is Dota Spear. Who? That uh, Philly D-man from a couple years ago. Pierre? Did you say Pierre? Godus Pierre. Godus Pierre. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never heard like in my entire life. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. That Shane... I, I might oh, be... Shane Gostaspear. Gostaspear. Yes. 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 He's their leading point scorer. With five, <laughs> and he's yet to score, dude. You no, know, I think they're gonna pick it look up. Look at this. Year. Look at this. Okay, all right. 
Goals, 1.44 a game, 32nd. Shots on goal, 24.9. That's 32nd. Power play percentage, 31st. Shooting percentage, 31st. Face-off percentage, 26th. Goals allowed, 32nd. Shots on goal allowed, 20th. Okay. Oh, All right. Here we go. All right. Penalty kill percentage, 32nd. Penalty minutes, 30th. Like I was watching the Edmonton game, and it was like it was so unfair. Like it's literally like watching a pro hockey team <laughs> play a very not pro hockey team. It's like, unreal. It's unreal. But speaking of Edmonton, that segued beautifully into the last division, the Pacific Division, where top two teams, Battle of Alberta. Yep. Flames, six-game heater. They're in second in the division. Edmonton, and, seven and one, top of the division. You know, I heard something this year. Um, what would you hear? I was listening to uh, Sportsnet Central. Okay. And uh, I heard that it's Edmonton's year this year. Oh. Yeah. Like, I heard that they're, like, they're, they're favorites to, like, top favorites. To okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I, no, that's just what I've been hearing. Like, I don't know. Uh, if you look at the roster, uh you would for sure say so. I mean, last year's roster, you would say so as well. The year before that, you probably say as well. And then probably the year before that, even go back to like 2006. Every year was their year to win. So they haven't done it yet. So they're like, oh, and what is that? 16 or something? Like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, but this year, yeah, this this year, this year. <laughs> it's tough for me to believe in Edmonton. It really, really is because of the exact, yeah. It, hey, it's been their year for a long time now. And it hasn't been their year. <laughs> and it's tough. What, what I will say is that for me personally, as a fan of the NHL and hockey, Hockey is better when the Battle of Alberta is good. Oh. And they're the top two teams. And to you know, they're in the same division, just having to fight that out is awesome. And of course, the last couple of years, you know, we've had um Kachuk, Zach Cassie, and we've had some drama going on. We've had some big stories, some fights, some just grittiness. When the Battle of Alberta is is hot and it is it's competitive and just aggressive and hostile hockey's better oh hockey is so much better man when those two teams are fucking dog shit dude it's just like <laughs> that's one of the best rivalries and i would say this that's one of the best rivalries in sports because yes it's you know if you're not a hockey fan i would put on you know some of the all-time great battle of alberta games and like this is what hockey can be yeah, and they're both playing great right now. You see, that's why I want, and, and not to like skip over the Battle of Alberta. No, 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 go. That's what I want the Quebec Nordiques to come back. Yeah, like if Montreal. you if you go watch in the eighties, the Battle of Quebec, it was a bloodbath. There was bloodbath. a there was full out brawls every single game. There was gunshots. It was insane. There probably was like I'm not like <laughs> yeah. It was. And and not even bloodbath where it's like, oh, this isn't fun to watch. It was so competitive and chippy oh. and just ferocious. 
when 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 those rivalries are are cooking in sports, it's the same as in the NFL when the Steelers and Ravens are both great. It just makes football like you just you can feel it like oh shit I gotta watch tonight it's Calgary in Edmonton or it's Edmonton oh. in Calgary it, it's just awesome um, that division's also really close yeah Bottom, uh, I think it's gonna spread apart pretty quick it, here pretty quick like right now it's it's close <laughs> it, it's about to be a big drop off I think oh. right. uh, I think Vegas gets it cooking. I think they do. I, I I for sure hope they do because the other teams in that division, other than Calgary, Edmonton, and Vegas, yield a pretty bad roster. Not good. So if they don't pull their shit and together, we could get Anaheim in the goddamn playoffs. <laughs> yes, and of course, this wouldn't be a hockey podcast if we didn't talk about one of those teams in that division, the brand spanking new Seattle Kraken. Have already won three games, which is better than I thought. I I honestly thought this team was going to go zero at eighty two. The way I thought they were going to go, yeah, winless. Yeah, um, they don't look terrible. They don't look great. They're okay. I think you know people thought that they were either. I mean, I thought like they were going to be absolute dog shit, and I think people, some people thought like, oh. You know, look how Vegas happened. We all thought that too. They could go, you know, super Saiyan. And, you know, there's also another possibility where they're just okay. And they don't look terrible. I honestly don't think they look like the worst team in that division. No. Oh, gosh, no. Nope. Like, they might be at the bottom of the standings right now. But I think they play better than the Kings. I think they are better than the Ducks. Um. I don't know. And it, it, hey, man, you know what? It's just fun to see a new team. It always is. And now there's 32 teams, same as the NFL, even conferences. Good job. Here's what I can say about the Kraken is yep. that be good at drafting. Please. Please. Hey, hey, please. And thank you so, so, so much for raising the Seattle Metropolitan's banner, Stanley Cup championship banner in 1919. Thank you so much for raising that banner against the Montreal Canadiens and whom they, that they won against in 1919. Yes. Thank you so much. Cause that, even though it was over a hundred years ago, that was yeah. the like, good job. You already, you're already out of like, you were in my bad books. Now you're in my good books. Cause that was just incredible. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, uh, It was awesome. Like, it was just such a petty, like, welcome to, this is our welcome to the league. We're going to rib one of the best franchises in the history of the game. Exactly. And, and hey, yeah, it was 100 years ago, but, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. there we go. We went through most of the teams. We didn't go through all the teams. All right. Some teams, <laughs> dude, I'm just going to say it. Some teams are straight up irrelevant yep. right now. They are so fucking mediocre or middle of the pack that it doesn't matter. So um, we, we've decided to do um, what we want to do some segments. But whenever we're, yeah. I think I think we should just save that for next week. Yeah, we we'll, we'll figure plan. something out. But I do want to rip two things apart. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Who is scheduling the NHL games? Okay. 
Now, hear me out. Oh, well. Wednesday, October 13th, the NHL opened up after pandemic where fans were finally allowed to come into stadiums and you run five games on opening day. You run five games and they're not even good games. They're not battle of Alberta. They're not battle of New York. They're not battle of Ontario. They're not They're Rangers versus capitals, which, Hey, yeah, they had beef last year. Ducks and jets. Oilers and Canucks, Blackhawks, Avalanche, Canadians, Maple Leafs. Yeah, that's a rematch of first round, but come on, NHL. If you want to get your name out there and you have the NFL right there, do an NFL Sunday, every single Sunday, having fucking God knows how many games, and then you come out on opening night and show me five fucking NHL games, I want to rip your head out. If you show me five, they better be the five best NHL games. Right? Like, they better be Edmonton, Calgary. Edmonton, Calgary, New York, New York. Fuck it. Have Toronto and Montreal. That's always great. Yeah, that's always good. And then have the Kraken. Have the Kraken take on Vegas. Vegas. Boom. Why are we not scheduling? Why aren't we scheduling? (laughs) Why why don't you have the Battle uh, Battle of Florida, man? Those two teams are... I don't know. That's just like I was talking with my brother, and he was like, "Do you really think the NHL's trying to monetize their own, like trying to build their brand, doing this five games on opening night? Like, who are you impressing? Nobody." I, I just that just blew my mind. Do you think they should have had more or less? More, way more. They they should have had every team going. You have thirty two teams, have sixteen games. That would have been you, you signed a new TV de- deal with ESPN. With ESPN. And you are, you are being promoted by one of the biggest sports networks in the world. Now you have no excuse. You have to go and get it. Yeah. And, and yeah, those games would have been so much fucking better, dude. And like, I can almost understand the whole, you know, you don't want <clears> to <throat> split all your ratings, mm. but it's one think day. about, think about, what you're going to make, like the, the atmosphere in those games, people who pay to go to hockey games, people, hockey fan, listen to me, listen, all right, <laughs> I'm listen listening. to me. I'm listening. All right. Hockey fans pay to sit in an environment that is literally freezing cold for more than an hour. Exactly. Okay. They, who goes to a hockey game? All right. If you have a group of people, you know, what are the odds? All five of them don't get at least one beer, dude. It's it. And after a year and a half of not being able to, oh man, they could have. It, it, it felt really lackluster. Oh. And you know, I watched. Yeah, I watched Penguins and Tampa Bay, and so I'm like, I am an. Penguins taking the Stanley Cup chance, but there wasn't really a lot of story to it. Like there no. wasn't really like, oh man, do you remember that? It was just like, oh okay, yeah, we got the win. I was happy about it, and we looked good and stuff. Minus our maybe our three best players, like okay, but it was just like, why, why didn't we get Edmonton, Calgary? Why didn't we get New York, New York? Why didn't we get you know Tampa, Florida? Like or have all the original six teams playing at least? At least have something. all. Yeah, it was really weird, dude. It was really, really weird. Now that you say that, yeah, yeah. it was just like it was just like, oh, it's Wednesday the thirteenth, and NHL's back. I didn't even know. Like nobody knew, right? Like, That's it the was- thing. Like, 
oh, it's Wednesday in hockey. But, oh, okay. Didn't know. Middle of the week. Like, it's just like. Like, if it, just just imagine this. If you started on the Saturday and you had Saturday night, night hockey going. To start the season after a year and a half of not having fans in the stadiums to start Saturday night. Let's go watch the Oilers in Calgary. Oh. No, Wednesday night we'll just uh, <laughs> run five games. Yeah, we'll run five games and, and they'll all start at five. Yeah, and then we'll be done by 8.30. We go home and eat supper and go to bed. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. And like, then they sit there and wonder why the game's not growing. Oh, gosh. Like, then, so, it, okay. If we talk any more about that, I, I actually might not be a hockey yeah. fan anymore. You, you said you wanted, you had two things you wanted to tear apart. So I mentioned this to you before, right? You did. So do I do do I call him out? Do I call him out? You handle this however you want to handle this because oh, I'm just I'm a listener right now too. So uh to, to, to be clear for anyone listening, he said that we talked about this beforehand. The talk was I know what this is, I don't know who it's about, I don't know what it's about. No, I think I know what it's about, but I don't know how this is gonna go. So I'm just gonna Step away and let you have the floor. I don't even listen to their podcast anymore. I'm, I should because I love their podcast. I've loved it my, like since it's been going. I've listened to every single episode up until about like two years ago, I guess. If I hear it out of his face one more time, and I, I, I'm nothing against this guy, but if I hear this out of his face one more time, that I get it. He can have a favorite team. He can do be all that. For, but for him to be going out there saying that Edmonton is going to blow this, blow blow the league out of the water, they're just they're just going to win the cup because nobody can handle them, nobody can face them. And I'm talking about the old wit dog on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Okay, I, I love you to death. I really do. You you guys your guys' podcast amazing. Good for you. I can't stand but believe that you got to know. All right, McDavid. It's going to have 200 points this year. Dry saddle, going to have 200 points this year. Congratulations. When your trainer has to keep going back there to give your goalies uh, oxygen in between plays, I'm, Winnipeg proved it. Winnipeg proved it last playoffs. You shut down McDavid. You shut down the Oilers. You didn't even have to shut down Dry saddle. You just shut down McDavid. You shut down the Oilers. I don't care how lethal you are in the regular season. You got to have goaltending and you got to have defense and you have to have your superstars going in the playoffs. You and me, very well said, very eloquent, very concise, very to the point. I like that. Um, You and me sat here um, six, seven months ago at the start of the playoffs and we predicted the first round that Winnipeg would batter beat and bloody the Oilers and kick them out handily. And a lot of people did not see it happening like that because Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Fair. We sat here and said, we've watched the Oilers, okay? And their offensive system is very easy. If you stop the best player, maybe the best, the most talented player to ever play hockey. Oh, hands down. If, if you stop him, and you make him have to play the best hockey he's ever played for 60 minutes for four to seven games, they don't stand a chance. No. And they don't. 
it's true until you know and we also got into a very heated discussion on the show about whether or not you trade said player but until you can prove that you can do it without him or that he can you know occasionally have one of those days where he just can't get it going and you can still win the regular season will be your bitch yeah you will dominate it you will have Connor McDavid will have, yeah, like you said, 200 points. Leon Dreisaitl will have 200 points. They will be, they are currently number one and number two in the NHL scoring race, tied yeah. with 17 points so far. They will have points. You will be able to beat them and beat them handily. Yeah. The Jets have no one on their roster close to Leon Dreisaitl in talent, <laughs> let alone <laughs> Connor McDavid. And the Jets swept them in the first round. Exactly. It, it, it was handedly too like not handedly, but it was almost. No, it was. Handedly. It was a sweep. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a sweep. <laughs> it was all. And I'm just saying, all they did was they just shut down McDavid. They didn't even have to shut down Drysaddle because once you no. shut down McDavid, guess what? He's still what 24, 23. You shut him down, he's gonna get frustrated, like we all do. We all get frustrated when someone. Dude, I mean, you know, 30, 32 year old veteran guys have been in the league for, you know, almost 10 years or whatever. They get frustrated. They yeah. get pissed off. Like, you know, you've seen Ovechkin, you've seen Crosby, you've seen all these guys get in their head and just, fuck, I can't get it going. Their, their game, you know, you just you get pissed off because yeah. they're the ultimate competitor. If you or me were in that situation and we were nearly as talented as Connor McDavid and we were one or two years older, dude, we would be getting suspended <laughs> yeah. for our actions. Because uh, I would be breaking my stick over some guy's head very quickly. And I'd be turning around saying, can someone on this fucking team help me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyone. I, it, honestly, like if, if they had a guy who was probably a second line winger or a third line winger who could put up some points to help him out, in case McDavid's like, hey, guys, I'm feeling oh, under the weather. Milan Lucic, we'll just bring him in. <laughs> James Neal? I already... Real deal, yeah. They need... And that's where my whole argument or stance of do you trade him was just because I understand he's the most talented player to probably ever touch a stick. Like, yeah. in all likelihood. Dude, like... <clears throat> Or at least trade Drysaddle. Like, it's a weird situation where like he's he deserves every single fucking penny of what he's getting, and then some. Yeah, but then it's also a weird situation of he's making he's being too much, overpaid. Yeah, he's making, <laughs> and the thing is, is he's not overpaid. Uh-uh. Like, he's worth everything. But he's being paid too much he's, because the salary cap, because they schedule games fucking shittily and the salary yeah. cap doesn't go up every single season. Exactly. Gary. So, Gary. 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 Get the fuck out of town. Yeah. You fucked up way too many times. Like you're, you're done, buddy. Well, uh, now I, he's saying, and now just some of the shit that's coming out today. And if you don't know, he's just, he's not handling certain situations the best, but he's defending how he handled them. And it's like, no, you, you, come on. And, and people are calling for his job and they've yep. been calling for his job for a long time, but now it seems like there's some, some traction here. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, what could you imagine if the NHL got a commissioner that was interested in growing the game? Yeah, it would be amazing because um, we would have bigger fan base. Uh, salary cap would be higher. And guess what? McDavid would not be fucking overpaid. 
No, they'd be like, oh man, McDavid only being paid 12 and a half million, <laughs> but the salary cap's like 150. Yeah. It's like, oh. wow, Edmonton's won like 42 cups since then. <laughs> the thing is, man, and it's, it's, you know, I, I think it's the same as, I, I mean, Pittsburgh's front office runs laps around Edmonton's the last two decades. We've proven that, but, you know, Sidney Crosby, and Ovechkin, you know, you've almost wasted their career that they weren't global stars. Yeah. Like oh. as a hockey fan, they're huge. They're icons. You put Sidney Crosby in a lineup with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. So people don't know who the fuck LeBron the James. Is. LeBron James. Who the fuck is that guy? Oh, well, he's yeah. one of the greatest players to ever play this sport, but you don't know him because there's been no publicity. There's been nothing. You, um, even, you put Wayne Gretzky up there. Yeah, it'll be a struggle for a lot of people. Right. And I, Conor McDavid's going to be twi- twice as bad. It's going to be twice as bad because he is, I think, more offensively gifted than Crosby was in his prime. And that says something. Um, I don't think he's at the defensive chops, but he's such an exciting young dude. I, I, saying he's an exciting young player is such an almost feels like a slap in the face. He is the exciting young player. He's, he's the he's, exciting player. He should be the player to watch no matter what sport you like. There's not another player like this, except for the exception of maybe LeBron James of how dominant yeah. this person is. In his and LeBron's own 36. Field. Exactly. Connor McDavid is Connor McDavid's just entering his prime. Oh, like he's not even entered his prime. Like he's he's on the verge of his prime. Like he's we could see the return of a two hundred point season realistically. And if we do, if we do, no one outside of NHL fans will know about it. Nope. Nope. And that's it's tough, man. It's like it's Fuck. like like Taylor Hall said when he was just recently inter- interviewed about the certain situation. Mm-hmm. It's an old man's league. It is, man. It's like baseball. It's dying. It's it's because they don't they can't adapt. They can't. They need someone in there who has the mind and the knack that can grow the fucking game because it's such a good game. Yeah. It's it's pound for pound the most exciting sport there is. I think, you know, I will always be a football guy. I but football's more of I like the strategy of it. I yeah, like exactly. the yeah. the you know there's so much nuance to it. In terms of excitement, hockey's inc- it, hockey's there's nothing like it. You're, you're and, a, you know you're in a glass cage of, with no out of bounds, right? And it's nonstop. It's nonstop. It's just like football. It's play after play after play after play after play. And it's strategy. It's strategy because you're trying to find those openings. You're trying to find how to get the ball from one end to the other in openings, right? Yep. And hockey, you're trying to find those same openings, but it's just you're you're, a million miles an hour. Exactly. Constantly. So on ice. Yeah. (laughs) I I love football. And I I can honestly say I absolutely love football and I Mm -hmm. love hockey. Those are two big sports right there. Yep. It's, it's just, just sad how hockey cannot be cannot be brought to the level of what football is. Even remotely close. Even that's yeah, like even in the same stratosphere. And it's yeah. like, you know, maybe there's a there's a chance that with this ESPN deal and stuff they could they could get something going, but looking at how things have started and, and stuff like that, it's 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 an uphill climb. But I honestly do think it starts at the top. 
I think you work way down. I think you, you change the top pieces fall in place, but hey. that might be a topic for another day, but yep. Hicks with that, do you got anything else you want to talk about, man? Man, I, I'm dehydrated. Yep. I, my mouth is dry. Yep. Same. I've been guzzling water a little bit, but yeah, same here. You know, with that, that is a, our, that is our, first of all, Hicks, welcome back, man. It's been too fucking long since we talked. It's been, um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but hey, we are back. We will be back every week with some NHL talk for you guys. It was great to talk hockey again, and uh, I can't wait to see how the season plays out. It's already been awesome, and you know, for as much as we did end the conversation on <laughs> how little and how depressing the NHL is, I know that you and me will for sure be watching as much as we can. I hope that as many of you listening do the same because hey support the nhl it's it's awesome and you know once again you know no place for for shit like that in our world and our game but yep. um with that said this has been the booth podcast nhl edition NHL um Go follow us on our socials at the booth EC on Twitter and Instagram. Go buy some merch, man. Yeah. It's in our, it's in our, it's in our link of our social medias. Go buy merch. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Man, rep the booth. Like, come do on. You, do you hate, do you hate people? Do Not just us. The booth? Not just us. Do you hate people? Yeah. Because then you don't want people to watch us and that would brighten their lives. Exactly. So you hate people if you don't buy. Uh, yeah. You know, go like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We really, 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 really appreciate it. But Hicks, with that said, my brother, we will, uh, we'll talk soon. See you later, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. Sticks the landing.